0: like there's so many things happening out in the world right now so many crazy things dude like there's wars going on and all sorts of craziness uh out in the world and you know he, and here we are first day without uh without aj i mean it's just non-stop craziness non-stop chaos and i have one very important question for you
1: what's that is it cake I, <laughs> do you, do you I,
0: I, any idea this what is I'm not talking? rehearsed
1: i have no idea what he's talking about
0: dude there's a new show on netflix called is it cake and they literally make cakes that look like items. And you have to guess whether the thing they're cu- about to cut into oh, is no real way. or cake. And I'm so <laughs> I'm so obsessed with it, man. It's not even funny. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. It is. It is. I felt so guilty for watching it. And then I marathoned the entire season like seconds, man. It was too much. How fun. many?
1: How, is it like a series? There's episodes?
0: Yeah, I think it's like nine episodes or something. It's a competition show. It's a big competi- baking competition show. But man, it's like... You're, you're like yelling at the tv like i think number one's cake no no it's number two like oh the God. lines aren't straight like i mean like i shouldn't do it
1: <laughs> these look so real
0: are you, are you looking it up right now i'm looking at the trailer yeah <laughs> that's like, listen while, while you're watching the trailer i think we should start the show let's do this yeah This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here. Rain or shine, host or no host, uh, right here on YouTube, (laughs) 6 p.m. Eastern. My name is Brian Popp, this channel right here, PSVR Without Pro. And this gentleman over here, you definitely know who he is, because you've probably played Swordsman, haven't you, Twitcher? This is Alex Sin. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody knows Twitcher at this point. From Sin Studio. Dude, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. I I feel like this is my second home at this point. Oh, and then you, you're like, this is my fourth time or something? I ser- I searched the yeah. channel for your name.
0: We did a developer interview where I was like super fucking mean. It was like, why did you release these crappy games on VSVR? Um, no, <laughs> that was a good question. And you were so nice about it too. Like, I, I was, As soon as you answered those questions and you were like humble and super nice, I was like, this guy is amazing. Like you're super down to earth. Um, and then we did you guest on Viewer Takeover. You were a guest on mm-hmm. Gamescast Live before. Uh, so yeah, this is like your fourth time, man. Uh, welcome, yeah, welcome, welcome home. This I'm, is where you uh, belong. I hope.
1: I hope I'm getting better at it. I don't really do these kinds of things often.
0: Dude, I've, I've I've done three of these a week for the last 17 years and I'm still not getting better at it. So you just fucking (laughs) put your feet up, have some coffee, order a pizza and relax, man. Don't worry about anything. Um, dude, a lot of people in the chat, man. Everyone's, uh, Everyone's screaming your name I, I feel like there's a whole pe- there's people out there with holding their lighters up chanting ah, <laughs> ah, ah. come on
1: <laughs> let me actually uh, I didn't have chat open let me let me pop it up right now right I'm on. sure people are gonna have interesting things to say
0: oh I'm sure I'm sure if anybody missed a uh, Friday show uh, AJ had to uh, step away from the channel for a little bit. He is—he uh, got a new job. So everyone, please uh, send your best well wishes to AJ. Congratulate him. He is uh, kicking ass. Uh, I assume today was day one. I haven't heard if he was—if it—if it went well. I'm assuming it went well. Uh, fingers crossed. But, uh, but so he had to step away from the channel for a little bit. Uh, he, you know, a full-time job means he'll probably come back for like one day a week uh, if he can make that happen. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to have to like mix things up and get people like Alec who are doing way more important things like making the games that we talk about. Uh, we pulled him <laughs> away from his very busy schedule to be here. Um, and then uh, this Wednesday will be uh, Wes from Virtual Strangers. Uh, just a- a- amazing, uh, amazing host over there. And so I'm thrilled that he's going to join us. And then on Friday will be Miles... Dire, uh which you've uh have probably seen his youtube channel uh, the quest for global empathy is the show that he does over there and man he kills it he's I, I don't know why i don't know how i got so lucky to be surrounded by all these super nice people i'm terrible i'm a horrible person and you guys are so nice.
1: <laughs> no you, i mean see this thing is like you the reasons you think you're horrible are the, the things that make you great like you guys are always so honest and upfront about everything on this channel uh and it, I, it's just it's, it's very refreshing I, I think that's why people gravitate to you so much I, I wouldn't even call it being an asshole i mean that's the best way to be i think
0: the <laughs> best way to be is, is an asshole no no that's not what you said uh no. big, dog, <laughs> big, big dog 2025 in the chat says hey would you recommend stride to someone who is not doesn't have that big of a room to play vr alec have you had a chance to play stride either over here on quest somewhere else
1: no. i have not yet
0: uh, you, i gotta say you're doing a lot of stuff in stride you're uh, you're, you're you're constantly moving uh, you're, you're grabbing ledges you're pulling yourself up you're 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 shooting mm-hmm. there's a lot of arm motion um and you do crouch in order to slide um yeah but, uh, but honestly i don't have a very big place to play uh, i did i will say i hit the the side of my couch a couple times and i got mad and then tornadoes got this gigantic like four foot pulls four foot tall scratching post over here and i like backed into that a couple times um but man still uh despite all of that uh yeah all you need is like a really a you know three by three four by four kind of space to play and you should be totally fine with stride uh if any other cats in the chat have any feedback on that please feel free to chime in
1: is there no uh crouch input like you, you'd have to physically crouch to do it yeah you crouch to slide yeah Oh, that's, that's interesting
0: Are you not a fan? Is that, is that kind no, no, of I, I of mean, I, no,
1: I am. I, I am. I am. I just, I thought, you know, in the case of PSVR, especially reaching low things, getting down low to the ground, that's always been a little scary because people yeah. can't always do it. I thought they would at least, you know, uh, add the option to kind of do it with input for anyone who can't do it. I mean, how, so can you beat the game without crouching? No, or is it you just you just can't play it? Okay.
0: No, like for the thing is with games like this, I think when it comes to accessibility, you get you find yourself in a tricky situation because the the big swooping mov- movements, like g- reaching up and grabbing uh, that uh, zip line or, or crouching down to yeah. slide, that is the game. Right, it's like and so, that's fair, yeah. And, and I and I don't and they do have a seated option, which I haven't tried. Um, but but I I always get real kind of torn on accessibility options when it comes to games that are designed inherently mm-hmm. to make you move around a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, lo- well, I it just sucks because so.
1: on the case of like or in the case of PSVR, having the tracking sometimes be a, a physical limitation, like not everybody can do it. Uh, and I don't just mean like you know if you have a disability, let's give give you some options. I mean like if you even if you have the space, it doesn't necessarily mean uh, you have the right tracking setup or the camera setup to do it. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I do. Trust me, I, f- I tried to play Moss the other day, Moss Book One, and like I didn't have the proper camera setup to play a, d- a DualShock mm. Four light bar game. Um, so I was like, yeah, it's. Um, I imagine that people with even smaller spaces than I do uh, struggle to get their whole body in view of the camera. Uh, it's it yeah. can't be easy um <clears throat> fargo soft, you make a good point by asking your question he says how far do you need to crouch uh you can just yeah you can just do a quick little thing like that it doesn't have to be like get down to the ground like fall to your knees it's not like that uh, i think it's a lot more relaxed than that
1: do you know if it's like positional where you have to get down a certain amount or is it just that you have to like do that kind of jerking motion
0: it, it's it's got to be
1: tr- to trigger it
0: it's got to be it's got to be a positional thing i don't think it's the jerking mm-hmm. motion i think it's a you could just okay. get down far enough. You
1: have to be at a certain point, yeah.
0: Yeah, and luckily, none, nothing else in the game makes you crouch really. So, like, as long I think the game only recognizes that you're doing this in case you want to slide. Um,
1: how do you? How do you usually put... Like, there's some games uh, where I prefer to be standing up and have that, you know, flexibility. But then there's other games, like Saints and Sinners. I played the whole thing sitting down just because I spent such long periods of time in there at a time. Yeah. Uh, and, and most of the time, you're not necessarily like running around and doing stuff. it's you're kind of navigating through the town slowly, you're looking around. Do you prefer to stand as much as possible or is there like certain games? When it comes to when it comes to
0: move controlled games, I think it's mm-hmm. it, it's unless it's something like catch and release where you're sitting in a boat for hours on end and you're supposed yeah. to be sitting in game. Um, if, if it's a move controlled game, I'm standing ninety nine point nine percent of the time. and if it's a dual shock four game, I'm very likely sitting down. You're right. Just okay. Just feel like it because well, when you, as soon as you grab a DualShock Four, if it ha, if you have to play that way, I feel like I, I feel like a gamer suddenly. I don't feel like a VR gamer. I feel like a just a fucking gamer. And so I, yeah, like, yeah. I just sit down on the couch and here we go. I'm going to play a game, but I happen to have a VR headset on. And so I think it's just right. like I've been my brain has been trained that way. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's more immersive to stand when you're playing Resident Evil Seven and still use the uh, the DualShock. Is that is that generally how it works for you too, or do you have some like uh, crazy other system?
1: No, no, I mean, uh, it depends. Like, I play with uh, Amir and Nas. We play Pop 1 whenever we can together. And, like, I I can't be sitting down for something like that. It's just too fast-paced, too intense. You have to be able to duck and cover and stuff like that. Uh, But if I'm playing for long periods of time, then, you know, it it depends on the game again. But if if I can't play it sitting down and it's not, like, an intense game or something, I, I will sit down. And ironically, I feel like you probably play vr a lot more than i do like you you might think that i do because i'm like making vr games i must be in vr all the time but i'm, I'm really not uh so i yeah i just i yeah depends
0: uh, you would think that i'm also in vr all the time but like i would say 80 percent of my job is sitting here in front of this computer and that's talk, fair yeah you <laughs> talking to these guys out here or or yeah or editing uh the footage that i captured um there's there's a lot of writing and scripting and voiceovers and all that so um dude i i feel like if it wasn't for without parole i'd probably be in vr way more often and if you weren't making vr games you'd probably be in vr way i more would often. for
1: sure yeah i mean i got into this because i love games i wanted to make games and then ironically i had less time than ever to play them. I'm curious though uh, like how much, how how often do you play a VR game with zero intention of in any way incorporating it into the channel? That hasn't, no, that hasn't happened it, in years. Right, it's think. always the case like yeah. you're reviewing or it's something like a stream.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. Um, it's unfortunate and fortunate because it it allows me to play games that I never would have played otherwise, right? Because right, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I ne- like Sky World, and I mean, you name a strategy style game or a MOBA or anything like that, I'm like, I don't fucking play that, man. Like, that's just not yeah. it's not in my wheelhouse, man. I want to play single player adventure <laughs> games, but luckily because of PSVR, I learned that uh, I learned how much fun multiplayer games can be, and so I, mm-hmm. I, I credit PSVR all the time for for opening my mind to other. Uh, other avenues of gaming and, and enjoying games in different ways
1: did you not play multiplayer a lot outside of vr i never played
0: multiplayer a lot <laughs> yeah and now and yeah before that i i tried my hand at call of duty modern warfare or something on mm. ps3 i think uh and i and i spent like two or three weeks with it and i was like that was great and i never did multiplayer again <laughs> that was <laughs> that. <laughs> dude uh, don't tell the scientist game cat with the five dollar tip says welcome alec you know we need some swordsman updates um and uh i know he doesn't mean patches i know he means what you're working on and so as uh, as you guys out there probably know at this point uh alec is not here in any kind of like developer capacity in terms of like trying to promote a new game he's not trying to uh he's not trying to pimp some uh swordsman cosmetics that he's trying to sell, sell you via <laughs> microtransactions. instead he is here uh as, as a friend of the show and a uh and uh in a fan of vr uh and uh when i said dude can you fill in uh, in AJ's absence, he was like, absolutely, I love you for that. But Anytime, but because we have you, what the hell is going on over there, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> like you got to pimp something.
1: Yeah. Well, we've been quiet for a few months, unusually quiet compared to how we were for the past year. Uh, and it's not for nothing. We've definitely been working really hard uh, on what is publicly known, uh, the advanced combat update. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's a lot more than we anticipated. Uh, like at first we were kind of thinking, let's just replace animations so they're more realistic. Like some of the attacks that we had access to at the time didn't really work. Like enemies were spinning around and doing dumb things. Uh, And then we were like, well, we got to do a system where the enemy can block properly and kind of like move around more fluidly. Uh, It just kept escalating. And now it's at a point where uh, we actually recently just finished processing uh, most of the animations, and we we have something like 1,400 new animations that are actually replacing the old ones. Uh, like a like a really really uh, good AI prediction model to to predict what you're gonna do in the next second or so before you've even done it. Like it, Martin, uh, one of the guys on the team, did that prediction model, and it's it's really eerie how uh, confidently the AI can can anticipate your movements just with a controller. Uh, like as soon as you start attacking, the AI already knows what the attack will be, uh, and pretty effectively, which is insane. But anyway, so it's 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 a huge thing. It's we've scrapped a lot of code. We've had to rewrite a lot of stuff. It's kind of like a new game at this point, and it's just been really busy. Like all of us have been have been working really hard, which is why we've been quiet. Uh, yeah. Well, in the next few days, actually, uh, in the next three days, we're gonna announce the release date and you know, you can expect it in the not so distant future. It's we're almost there.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah. Fun, a little, so. I know people love behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I remember messaging you like three months ago or saying, man, Swordsman has changed so much since I first reviewed it. Um, I think I'm, you know, I'm going to finally get my re-reviews, my, my mm-hmm. review addendum videos uh, up and running. I, I needed to get a template for working for that. Uh, and, and I was like, and I think Swordsman should be at the front of the list, like in order for, you know, to get a re-review out there and kind of tell people all the updates that have happened. <laughs> And you were like, don't. <laughs> like, not yet. If you're going <laughs> to yeah. re-review Swordsman, hold off a few more months because there's, like, even bigger changes coming. And I was like, wow, that's, like, for, for a developer to be like, no, don't give our game that kind of, like, you know, spotlight or that kind of attention right now uh, because big, cause really big things are coming. That Like, that's all you needed to say to me. Like, that spoke to me. And I was like, wow, you got some cool things in the pipeline.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a whole new game at this point And it would have been a waste of a re-review then we would have had two reviews on what kind <laughs> of would seem at that point like the same game <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 a lot i mean you if you're still gonna do it you know i'll, I'll give you a heads up uh on when that's coming and, and maybe even give you early access and stuff like that uh but yeah there's it's i can't i don't even know where to begin we'd have to do a whole games just on that update nice <laughs> to well, even begin to scratch you know where to find me man We'll we'll
0: definitely get you back when that rolls around uh, Nihilus Ryan, the Game feel with the $5 tip, says, Alec, with the success of Swordsman, I'm just wondering when we can expect Gunsman, drivesman <laughs> or my personal favorite, space flightsman. <laughs> that's,
1: a good, that's a good strategy.
0: Uh, yeah. Man, the sequel to Swordsman was not what you expected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's in the future.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm totally on board. Dude, we need to get the show rolling. We've got so much stuff to, to, to talk about. Um, but thank you. Thank you for all the, uh, the Alec love out there. Um, so I was a little nervous. I was like, man, people don't like change, but they do like you. So we kind of balanced. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I'm overwhelmed. I don't, I don't even know what to say.
0: Well, you don't have to say anything because dude, we got to talk about what a big week PlayStation VR has this week. And I will say that, um, you know, we've had we've had a halfway decent year already with with Wander and Zenith coming out, uh, even mm-hmm. even Republic, which I don't think anyone was actually excited about, turned out to be a really great Metal Gear Solid style uh, stealth game. Uh, I think we all walked away from that pretty impressed. So, uh, but but then this week uh, it just keeps amplifying. And this week we've got Moss Book Two, we've got mm-hmm. uh, Transformers. I, I are you excited for either of these games? You say you don't like get to spend as much time in VR as you'd like.
1: But, yeah. Like,
0: did these work for you?
1: Uh, well, I mean, uh, AJ's in the chat, so I'm going to get this over with. I haven't played Moss at all. I haven't played Moss One. I was telling you earlier. Uh, I would like to. I like like a, like, a, like a like a single player adventure game like Moss is right up my alley, and I, and I would enjoy it for sure. Uh, I just haven't played it yet. So I don't really know what to expect of Moss Book 2. Is it more of the same? Uh, how have they changed things up? AJ's probably going to be upset.
0: Yeah, oh, dude, the cats, are, the cats are turning on you one by one. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, all, all of that love that we started off with is being lost <laughs> like as we speak. It's over, man. I should it's have spark
1: notes, Moss. <laughs> <laughs> no, it. actually
0: it's funny that you bring that up without even having played moss book one you bring up my biggest concern my biggest concern 100 percent, is that it's just going to feel way too similar to moss book moss book two is going to feel too similar to moss book one um mm-hmm. you know it's, it's it's very similar in terms of like uh, in terms of the camera angles the whole diorama feel uh you know th- the third person combined with first person controls uh which is fine like it's sort of creating it's sort of uh, edging out its own niche genre you know, in, in VR, which is which is still sort of in its infancy. Uh, mm. And there aren't too many games that perform like this. So doing another one isn't the worst thing in the world. But I just played throughout book one and as excited as I am to see the story and see what they add to it, I'm a little concerned that like book two is just going to feel like book one, despite having been in development for like four years.
1: Um, Can it do, like, I mean, Moss book one isn't your typical sort of indie title that's kind of janky maybe or something. Uh, with a game like that, Uh, to the degree of polish that it has. How could you, I mean, I can't comment on this because I haven't played book uh, book one, but how could it improve? How could it, what could they do differently? Because sequels are always tricky. If the first one's done really well, in this case, Moss, what would you have liked to see different in Moss 2?
0: Well, it was funny because when I talked to Cooley Callahan, who's uh, one one of the artists over there, the principal artist at PolyArch, uh, I mm-hmm. asked him. I said, "Are we going to see some? Are we going to see something um, like a perspective change? Are we going at, at different points in the game? Are we going to get down to ground level and see this diorama style world, but from Quill's level, so to see like what, right. what this you know this giant world looks like from a mouse's perspective, which I that thought would be cool." cool. Because we always see it from from a human perspective, looking down into the world. And he goes, oh, I didn't think of that. I was like, you've been working on it for four years. (laughs) I'm like, I just thought of that off the top of my head. (laughs) So so those are the kind of things that concern me just a little tiny bit, you know? Um, But yeah, but they talk about like sort of Metroidvania exploration, reasons to backtrack and open new areas with new abilities that you find, which wasn't the Mm -hmm. first one was super linear. Uh, And so as far as I'm concerned, that might be enough right there, uh, as long as you know the story is different which it obviously will be uh and it's in it's in the boss fights are fun uh so i am I'm, I'm concerned but i also have total faith in Polyarch that they will deliver yeah.
1: Yeah. i'm i'm sad that they're not doing that thing that you just described like coming down to that level seeing yeah. it from the perspective of them yeah like that would be really cool i love things like that i love perspective shifts like that like especially things that are unusual like seeing the world in ways humans can't see it uh that's yeah. always interesting
0: yeah, Ghost, Ghost Giant did, uh, at the end of Ghost Giant, no spoilers, uh, did a huge shift in perspective. And man, like it, it, it hit me emotionally. Like it was able to use scale mm-hmm. in order to convey emotion along with the music and graphics and everything else. Uh, yeah. but, but they did a great job. So like I love what, I love when people play with that. Uh, Waleed is now a game GameCat, ringer, specifically a White Tiger with the Canadian $2 tip in the chat says, thank you Alec for making our Monday suck.
1: Just a little <laughs> bit less. I hadn't read it until you <laughs> almost finished saying it. So uh, <laughs> you were insisting. I thought you really, we were going to stop there. Yeah. <laughs> didn't know
0: how it was going to end. Alberto Mapam <laughs> <laughs> at a Game Gato with the 50 Mexican pesos says, uh, I, I don't know. Where, I didn't read this out of time. Dez, Jeremy, Dave, AJ, what do you do to your co host, man? <laughs> Alec, welcome in VWare. Hashtag co host farm
1: upstage. <laughs> <laughs> if I disappear. Uh, <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna recover from
0: that one that's too funny man it's so it good. is it is sort of funny that i'm leaving like just a trail of bodies in <laughs> yeah. my wake
1: wow okay i don't that's give me a netflix documentary about this oh
0: god i hope so oh and they've got so much footage to use too i always wonder where they yeah. get all that footage from and now we know Doggy all yeah. you wow um, but yeah, man, Transformers is coming out too, uh, and uh, and I don't I don't want to talk poorly about a game I haven't played. I don't even like know what Metaphor Interactive is capable of. But are you? He, look, let's start. Let's start with the basic. Are you a Transformers fan?
1: I, I yeah. I mean, it's hard to not. I mean, I, I mean, Transformers are a thing when I was a kid. So it, it's really hard not to be in awe about the big robots. I remember when the first Transformers movie came out uh the graphics like i it's just there's so many core memories for me uh, with transformers said, i, I and i'm I'm speaking as a, as a gamer here i'm i'm gonna uh throw away the dev thing for a sec because i i really i feel weird criticizing other devs for subjective things uh i I'm not very optimistic about this game mm-hmm. uh i mean when it's a real shooter, I feel like for a transformer's game, it could have been so much more. Uh, and also metaphor. I don't really know if they, if they got the license, if they bought the license, or if they were uh, contacted to make the game. Mm-hmm. But they seem like a weird studio to have do this. Uh, so there's there's a lot of unknowns uh, and reasons to be to be concerned. I, I, I even, look at, at minimum, we could see Transformers to scale in VR if they're animated well and you know the surroundings are, are done well it could be fun but i still feel like i'm going to wish it was more than a rail shooter i don't know how do you feel
0: i'm okay i'm okay with the rail shooter aspect um in fact mm-hmm. like you know i, I love like gun shooters i was I, I feel like that's pretty much the reason i bought the moves in the first place for the ps3 yeah yeah I just, oh me too yeah you know like i have i have a i have collection of Namco uh, Gun Con 2 big boxes from the PS2 era, you know, uh, Time Crisis and Vampire Night, all that stuff. I I just love light gun shooters. So this is fine. Rail shooters in VR, I feel like that's sort of the natural place for rail shooters to go. But when I see the movement in this and it's sort of like putting along at a pretty slow pace, I'm like... I know that they're concerned about motion sickness, but but Mm -hmm. in my own selfish mind, in the way that I want this game to be for myself, I want to be jumping off of buildings. I want to be darting from one side of the road to the other, hiding behind cars. You know, I want the motion to be intense, uh, and I I just don't. And I I think that they're going to play it a little too safe, and so I think it's going to come off as a little too slow paced, even if the action is is intense. So I'm I'm a little nervous about it too.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe it's not that it's just a real shooter. Because that's fine on its own, uh, but you're right, the pacing what what looks like a limitation in movement in general i I would have liked to be able to roam a city as a transformer, for example uh, I know that's I mean the scope of that is so much crazier so uh, who am I to talk but uh, <laughs> yeah, I wish there was a little bit more of a movement. I feel like v- in VR it's not that much of a concern anymore the motion sickness thing like it used to be I mean maybe on quest. Because a lot of the Quest users now are just new users who got a Quest for Christmas or, you know, they're not really uh, big gamers and stuff or don't have experience with VR. But it doesn't seem like it would have hurt Transformers if they had faster movement or let you, like you said, shift side to side. What was that app? Uh, Subway Surfer? Kind of like that? Is that what you're thinking of where you can like move on three uh, tracks basically?
0: I'm not familiar with it.
1: The, the mobile app? You, so you have like three tracks. It's, it's like a rail shooter. It, no. You're on rails, but it's three rails, and you can choose to move between three. You kind of hop over between three. So you have to like dodge incoming things. And, in, kind of like beat the taper, I guess. In my head, I'm kind of
0: picturing like a Temple Run sort of Endless Runner sort of thing. but that's, Yeah. Like, yeah
1: It's like Temple Run, but you, you could uh, switch lanes, basically. Yeah. Uh, so It's maybe, like three I, subway tracks.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it. Had, you know, they have to give us full control over, like, yeah, yeah. over the movement or anything. But I just, you know, I, I see this and I think Drone Striker, which which came out on PSPR a couple of years ago, and, and it has. It was a very cheap game, like seven or eight bucks, and it allowed you to use moves, DualShock Four, aim, whatever. And it, but but my biggest problem with that too is that it looked kind of like this. It was a cool rail shooter, but man, it's just like the, going through it. You you just felt like you were being dragged through, like so you know, slowly yeah. I'm Like man, I need some more excitement in my games. We're playing Stride. We're jumping off of buildings. We're grabbing the ledges. We're pulling ourselves up like g- give gamers a little bit more credit although um, please in the chat uh you know sound off if, if you still uh suffer from motion sickness and if you do let us know how long you've been playing because we certainly want to know like we, we don't want to sit up here and be like well we've been playing vr forever and we know what's right i, I feel like everyone right the, of uh, course should be able yeah. to have a voice on this
1: but i mean ah, it's it's it sucks because with, with an ip like transformers when i think about transformers i'm thinking of these giant robots Tumbling around, jumping from thing to thing, fly. like you know what I mean, like there's just so much movement. It's all about movement in yeah. a sense. Uh, and then when you have them being slow, like I feel like this could feel a little bit like Pacific Rim or something, where you're kind of just like slowly moving through something rather than the agile transformer that you're uh, known or that you that you're familiar with.
0: Yeah. Well, if, if you are in some, like you're, you're playing as a human alongside of all these transformers and or autobots, whatever. Right. And so mm-hmm. I, I would, I would like to think that, um, I was a little disappointed that you're always on street level. Like if you're in some kind of mech, yeah, because you do have too, like yeah. this HUD and shield and stuff, if, if you're in some kind of mech, like, why aren't you way bigger, man? Like I would like right. to again, play with sense of scale and, uh, and uh, <laughs> sense of tail, and, uh, and, and be able to and be able to like look down the city and like you know, like crushed cars as you walk by, and yeah, and, uh, little pedestrians running left and right, and being like, ah, you know, it just feels so robot, uh, Ro- what was the uh, robot alchemic drive on uh, on uh, on PS2? I know I got the name wrong, but anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, so. Anyway, this will be this will be interesting. Uh, I'm very excited to be able to uh, to finally play these games. Hopefully, we'll have them in our hands in the next couple days, and uh, we'll keep mm-hmm. you posted on what these are all about
1: as we get closer. Uh <laughs> hey, I, I love Pacific Rim too, man. I, I was I wasn't I wasn't saying that as a bad thing, uh, but still, it's very different from Transformers pacing. Oh, like sure. in Pacific Rim, they had like weight, and you could feel it, and that was the cool thing about it. But if you have that in Transformers, then they kind of seem like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to expect of the game. I'm just basing it off of what I've seen. Yeah. Could be, could you you would fun. think
0: you would think in a trailer or a teaser they're trying to put their best foot forward. and If this is their best foot, that's then, the thing. Then man, I, yeah. do I have my fingers crossed for them? Like best of yeah. luck to you guys. Because re- we are real. We're really rooting for any VR developer out there to have a su- successful game. There's nothing worse than having yeah, to play course. a bad game for review and go, oh guys, so sorry, this sucks. Um, you know, we we want every VR game to be successful. It's just not the case. Um, Dude, I if I if <laughs> I'm I'm slowly crossing things off of our run-up show as we like hang out and just have like long conversations about things, and I'm like just like oh we don't need to have to talk about this story or this story or this story <laughs> because we're just running along on some of these conversations, which is great. I'm so glad, but uh and I <laughs> but I would have crossed out uh, our co- our topic about this rumor these, these are Sony rumors that are going on right now, but I put them in the thumbnail and in the title of the video. So, uh, so we got to talk about these Sony rumors that are going on right now. Okay. Um, are you familiar with any of the rumors that are kind of circulating the internet at the moment? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Project Spartacus is at the can't... top of the list. Or... Uh, is which one? Project Spartacus.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know anything, so I can't offer even you know hints at some, some of this stuff. Uh, but it's yeah it'll be interesting to speculate
0: i mean so you you've got to assume you've you've got to assume that that project Spartacus is going to give us more ways to spend money on playstation plus like that's sort of like I think what they're going going for here <clears throat> um but but it seems like all the leaks have been talking about you know it seems most like most of them are probably pretty inaccurate or or just totally fabricated um do Do you see a benefit to sony um expanding on
1: the plus formula to sony yeah i don't know if it'll actually be beneficial i mean it depends on what kinds of games we're talking about uh, but if you're if you end up paying a monthly subscription fee uh you know i mean depending on how much you play yeah. you might effectively be paying more in the long run than you would have if you just bought the games you're going to play so it's a good move for them because regardless of if you're playing or not they're going to uh make that money and i'm sure they have data on how many people play how many games how often people on average play games uh yeah it's it's interesting I mean in a way if you play games a lot it probably will benefit you uh, given the right kind of library but right and, and so
0: yeah I think this sort of i maybe I should have prefaced it a little differently because because I guess we don't really know like with any degree of certainty yeah yeah what each new tier that they introduce will yeah. actually include and so one of the one of the tiers that you're sort of uh, referring to potentially is access to games not on maybe not on maybe a game pass scale mm-hmm. but maybe if they integrate PlayStation now into it then suddenly you have access to PlayStation Now games uh, and you can stream games or you have access to some of the retro library over there that kind of thing um, which is interesting uh, but I've got to say I don't know how you use your plus subscription. But the way I use mine is solely for multiplayer games. Uh, if, yeah. if I don't get a review key for a game that I that I, I'm going to review, I just buy it on day one. And so, like, mm. and, and so sometimes there's a plus discount, but like, so few and far between does that happen. So, like, I don't care about the discounts, which most people should care about the discounts. I'm in a unique boat here, I think. Uh, I don't care about uh, the free plus games. Like, the plus games don't matter to me because yeah. I, I add them to my library and then I never play them. And so, if they weren't there, I'm like, I don't really care. Uh, and then, uh, and so all I really care about is having the multiplayer access. So if they had given, if they gave me a new tier and say, Brian, we, we understand that people like you are out there, you don't care about the the free plus games. You don't care mm-hmm. about the discounts. You just want multiplayer access. You can pay $6 a month, you know, or like, you yeah. know, or 40 for the year instead of 60 for the year. I would right. I would go down a notch on my plus subscription. I wouldn't want to take advantage of all this other nonsense. I'm just not interested in that. Um, and as a huge retro gamer. I've got like retro games, and I've got an infinitely better uh, alternative way to play all of those games than than to stream them on PlayStation now. Um, so so for me, I think the Spartacus thing is uh, I'm, I'm a little I'm just a little, I'm just concerned that people like me are going to end up paying more uh, for shit that they're still not going
1: to use. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm hoping they find ways to make it more appealing so that more people want to use them in general. But I'm in the same boat. I. That's the only reason I would use it. And if they didn't make it mandatory, I wouldn't be paying for it at all. If you could just play multiplayer games. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, yeah. The good old
0: PlayStation three days.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you kind of you have an interesting uh, situation because you have to buy games that may end up being free on ps plus or whatever right uh for the channel so you know you uh, maybe other people do benefit who uh aren't going to be buying those games anyways or who might not be able to but uh, yeah i'm in the same boat as you for sure
0: yeah uh so so yeah so i so so the problem the problem with this whole spartacus rumor is that neither one of your hosts today actually cares much about it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that I'm sure there are people out there. Uh, what's up, Nathie's in the chat. PSVR 2 hype is real. Agreed, man. We'll get onto some PSVR 2 news in a minute. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there are people out there who can't wait to give Sony more money for their Plus subscription who are like, yes, finally, access to all sorts of different game libraries. I can't wait. And for those people, I'm super happy and I, and I hope it turns out to be a, a, a nice value, a nice deal. Um, but right mm-hmm. now, I kind of don't care, and who knows, man? They they could turn me around. Sony's turned me around before, uh, and, and surprised me. So they could do it again. You never know.
1: Yeah, um, I hope so.
0: The the other rumor is that uh, so there, there's a there's a Twitter out there, uh, a Twitter user by the name of Rythian who's been tweeting it's about. Twitter. Uh, a tweeter, he's a tweeter.
1: <laughs> is, that, like is, that, is
0: that what they call? Feels like an insult. I feel like right going hey. to show up any minute and be like, "What the fuck did you just call me?"
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Keep my, your
0: fucking mouth out of my oh, fucking. <laughs> Jesus, yeah.
1: that not the headline of this show?
0: Right, I can't ask you if you. I can't believe we started the show off asking I know, if, if it's hell? cake. I
1: should have asked you if it's cake. I should have told you to keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth <laughs> yeah. uh, i would have got that one at least yeah. i can't believe i didn't know about this show that sounds i'm gonna watch it like tonight
0: oh yeah no you're and you're not coming back for 10 hours I i'm promise. not coming back. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be like this is the greatest thing we're season two we need this now
1: dude, I, every time somebody tells me you gotta watch this show yep. i get scared because i'm like dude if you if you get me hooked like there are gonna be repercussions yeah. <laughs> real world consequences to this
0: yeah um also Bad Vegan, if you like documentary series. Oh man, that was the other rabbit hole I went down recently. Bad vegan's a great one. What's that? Um we'll we'll get into it some other time, I'm sure. I don't. Okay. Yeah, we we <laughs> it was so off track, it's not even funny. Uh, which is totally fine. Again, I like getting off track. I just didn't expect to get off this off track today. Uh it's it's just it's just been fun seeing you again, man. I'm really glad that you're here. Yeah. Anytime, man.
1: I'm happy we to got, be here.
0: We got our buddy uh, Arian in the chat with the 35 cubic zarconia Says, "Do you think Dual Sense will be compatible with PSVR2 or not? Since it will not be needed, since the PSVR2 Sense controllers have all the buttons."
1: I feel like I'm not allowed to answer this question. <laughs> then
0: don't answer the question. I'm going to answer it for you and say, if there are games like Static uh, that exist on PSVR um, one that like just wouldn't feel right, it wouldn't work right without the Dual Shock. Um, or uh, or platformers. Uh, I mean, no. I, mean, I guess I guess the sense controls. I don't know. I I'm gonna bet that there are games that will re- not we're not not require much tracking from the from the dual sense. And I bet some games will be compatible. And that's as far as we're gonna go with that conversation. That works. Um, dude. The other rumor is that the right the the t- the tweeter. <laughs> Twitter right then, saying that Sony was going to buy another VR studio, and his claim was that it was going to be a Chinese VR studio. Um, Now, he he seems like he's got some mixed messages over there, and uh, in that it's very possible that that the VR studio that Sony just bought was actually Haven, who uh, was by Jade Raymond. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Mm -hmm. so now he's making claims that it's possible that Haven Studio that their game will also be PSVR two compatible, a hybrid game, as we've been talking about for quite a while now. Since August, uh, when the developer summit happened, it's when the uh, the hybrid games leak happened. Um, can you know what, man? I was going to save this discussion to the end of the show, but I've got a question for you about hybrid games because this is this, this is something I've kind of been asking everybody as they come onto the show, um, developer and non developer. I think it's it's very interesting place we find ourselves in. Um, do you think? Do you think indie developers, indie studios uh, should be concerned at all about PSVR 2? And what I mean by that isn't, you know, like obviously indie games are thriving on PS4 and PS5 despite the stiff competition from AAA games. Everything is good. There's more gamers now than ever. There's more developers now than ever. And somehow a lot of these studios are thriving and doing really well. So I don't mean it from that perspective. I mean, this generation, PSVR 1, there's been a lot of studios who have made games I'm really gonna try my hardest not to name any because I don't want to be insulting during this com- conversation for any reason. But they've been, they've made games and genres that just kind of don't exist on PSVR or VR in general, and that's why they've been successful. Not because their game was all that good, right? They're kind of filling in the blanks of the genres, right? <clears throat> like if you made a modern military yeah. first-person shooter, and this sounds like I'm talking about Alvo, but I'm you know kind of not, but I kind of am. It's like if 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 a modern military shooter like Call of Duty existed on PlayStation VR 2, indie devs like Vardenpole would find themselves in a brand new situation where they're like, oh, we're not the only game in town. Uh, do you think this is going to be a huge issue for indie devs moving forward?
1: Well, I mean, uh, I was a good example. Like, what they've achieved is amazing. Uh, I actually played with Steve like a couple days ago. Super fun. Uh, they're really great over there, but if they we're competing in the same genre with a AAA studio, who wanted to make the same game, uh, and that goes for most, if not all, indie studios on a small scale like that. Yeah, I don't know if it would be enough. I mean, it would kind of like be, it would kind of be like if we were going to release Swordsman as a flat game on Steam right now. Mm-hmm. It just, it wouldn't be able to keep up with the AAA devs, and it would probably get lost in the sauce because, you know, at that point, we're dealing with higher saturation of games. It would definitely be a lot harder for indie games and for indie devs. Uh, But like you said, at the same time, because of those AAA devs coming into the space, it means more gamers, it means more devs, more games. So there's a lot more going on. It's just that it might be a transitional phase where, um, like right now, let's say on Quest, uh, if you make a Quest game, you're likely to be successful even though a lot of people want to get there there's a lot of competition or psvr like there's a lot of you know triple a games on psvr and yet it's still fine like why didn't skyrim make swordsman obsolete for example i mean i know they're not the same game but it it's, it wasn't overshadowed because it wasn't saturated enough uh so th- it might get to a point where like i don't know a few years from now if AAA devs really do prioritize or put enough effort into psvr games or vr games in general like a, it could get a lot more tough for indie devs yeah yeah and,
0: and i think this is a i think this is a it's, it's one of my favorite questions to ask because i don't know if we've ever been in a position like this before in video game history yeah
1: it's it's crazy yeah
0: um so I'm, i am i and i also don't think it's a bad thing um, that we're asking it, you know, I, like, again, mm-hmm. it sounds like I'm, it sounds like I'm calling out Alvo, but, but again, like Alvo delivered on something that we needed that, that we'd been asking mm-hmm. for, like this fast paced uh, Call of Duty style shooter, like that with, with, you know, this sliding and jumping and everything that firewall just wasn't offering. And so like it, it filled, it filled a very necessary hole and, and it, and it ended up doing so fairly well. And especially with all the updates and everything, it's been, it's been a decent uh, above average game, I think at this point. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, and I'm just, but I also think that with PSVR two, all of these every indie or single A developer, even AAA developers, man, I think everyone's going to have to step up their game and just be like, well, this is now, this is now a different playing field than we had before. Um, you know, when 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 single A and AAA developers weren't uh, weren't willing to dip their toe into the water because of mm-hmm. potentially low sales. I, I, I think now the competition is going to be stiffer. And I think everyone's gonna have to step up their game more. And I think that's gonna be only good for gamers because I think we've we've kind of settled here and there. Um, you know, my, my most recent victim of this conversation was after the fall, uh, where I was like, "Yeah, we we've been wanting a Left 4 Dead game, but like, I don't think this is the one that we should have gotten. Like, we should have gotten something with a bit more polish and uh, a bit more uh, maybe have spent a little more time in the oven, uh, a few more gameplay mechanics felt just felt missing. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and I don't I don't think we're gonna like really feel like we're gonna be, hap- be happily Happy to settle for these things in the future, and I, and I think that's really good for VR gamers.
1: It's, I mean, no matter how you look at it, this is amazing for the gamers. Uh, the problem for the devs, like the most simple way I could put it, is that many of them won't be able to step it up. It yeah. just won't be possible. There won't be resources. There won't be enough people. Uh, the know-how. It's just there's not. It's not possible. Uh, if somebody came around like a AAA dev and wanted to make basically Swordsman like an arena-based, you know, combat game. Uh, They could do it on a scale where it doesn't even make sense to buy Swordsman anymore. Like, why? If if it's the same game, but this one's way better and way bigger, and they've had millions of dollars to do it with, or something, it's just we wouldn't be making Swordsman. We would have to settle for a scope that AAA devs are not going for, and that's what you see now with indie games that blow up on, uh, you know, out of VR, uh, like on uh, just playing them flat. They're usually niche things, experimental things. Things that AAA devs aren't going to risk doing or just don't want to do because it's not mainstream enough, that'll probably happen to VR too. When more and more people can be developing, I mean, it doesn't really make sense at that point for like an indie, a small indie dev studio to try to make the next Call of Duty when there's you know AAA studios already making that call. It's just, yeah, it's gonna be great for gamers though, like you said. Yeah. I think it'll push the creativity. The indie games that are
0: thriving now are games that people are talking about at the water cooler and being like, "I don't know if there's still water coolers." I don't think that's a thing. But but it's, it's games that survive through word of mouth or or, or flourish through word of mouth and, and something like Tunic. Tunic just got my attention recently, and it like look, it looks amazing. I can't even play it. I don't because I got rid of my Xbox. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's all, so. So much is going to depend on creativity at this point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, dude, we need to talk about the the big thing in the thumbnail and that's, uh, and that's what happened to GDC last week. Uh, we definitely need to jump over to that conversation and I swear to you that I've got a video here somewhere that I can play while we're talking about it, even if it's, yes, my breaking news report. Wonderful. There's two of me on screen at once. Amazing. Uh, dude, so, uh, GDC was interesting, I think, to say the least, uh, from a PSVR2 perspective, in the sense that we didn't see PSVR 2 and there was no real official Sony presence at GDC. There was no, uh, like, really any PSVR 2 panels run by Sony, right? The the, the one big curious one was was the Unity panel. Uh, And other than that, it was Greg Rice and Shuhei Yoshida. I I like to envision that they're just running around the show floor grabbing people and pulling them into hotel rooms. I know it was probably a little bit more, you know, know, (laughs) probably. More proper than that, but but I like to envision that that's the chaos that ensued. Um,
1: so I know I I heard that that did happen a lot. I mean, not necessarily with them, but that that was going on quite a bit. Like literally, just people in hotel rooms demoing stuff and showing weird things off, and
0: which has sort of been always the case with these kind of shows. Like yeah. a lot of stuff does happen behind closed doors. Um, but the but the one the one official capacity in which PlayStation VR two was talked about at GDC was this Unity uh this unity panel which focused on how uh how, you know about developing for psvr 2 with unity and about the benefits mm-hmm. that some of these features will have um i don't suppose you have any i mean i know you weren't at GDC but some of your team no. was do you have any first hand knowledge of this anything uh
1: no i mean we haven't even had proper time to catch up uh and kind of debrief after GDC uh there's been a lot going on on the side but no, I, yeah, I, I don't actually know exactly what they talked about. I mean, if you have anything on your end, we could dive deeper into it. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I absolutely. haven't seen it myself.
0: Nice. Yeah, the, uh, so the, I mean, the big two things that were talked about um, was uh, were obviously uh, foveated rendering yeah. and, uh, and eye tracking. Uh, mm-hmm. And so can you, I mean, let's, let's just start with the basics, man. Can you explain to people what foveated rendering is and how that works?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, so uh, we'll have to keep it simple to kind of make it easier to follow, I guess. Uh, But basically, at its core, it's you're basically... uh, It gets tricky because there's uh, fixed foveated rendering and foveated rendering. Uh, But what we're talking about now, just foveated rendering, you're lowering the resolution that you're rendering the game at the further away it is from the point you're looking at. Uh, Which, I mean... it's better if you have visuals to kind of convey this, but you can imagine there's like some point, some area on your display where your eyes are looking at, and then moving away from that point, the image gets blurrier and blurrier. You're rendering less pixels. You're kind of filling in the the blanks. It's not trying to render the entire full resolution image because your eyes can't even detect detail uh, in your peripherals anyways. uh, You won't notice, but the amount of processing power on the GPU that you're saving is astronomical. Like I, like we're talking about like in some cases ten times uh, fewer uh, or, or ten times less computing power necessary to process this. And so that's the foveated rendering part. Now this only works with eye tracking. Well, uh, if you're
0: <laughs> so, I mean just just to give everyone a visual, you said this would be great with visuals. And so if anybody yeah. needs a visual, go play Resident Evil Seven on your OG PS4. Right uh, on your ps four uh, in the PSVR one headset, right? Because because that what that does is it uses foveated rendering, even though it's not tracking your eyes, it just assumes that you're always looking straight ahead. Yeah, and so yeah. everything on the outside of your vision is super pixelated, but you're not looking there; you're just looking straight ahead at the most mm. detailed part. And it's uh, but but if you're sitting there in the headset and you're looking around, you're gonna you're gonna absolutely see that. And and, and, fo- and so to follow this up, the eye tracking the this works way better with eye tracking because then the headset knows where you're looking
1: yeah right? well it's up right so it's updating that field uh of where it's rendering the sharpest resolution as your eyes move around like what you're describing with resident evil that's the fixed foveated rendering it just assumes that the center of your screen is what matters which i mean that does not work well in vr obviously because you're looking around nobody just looks straight and moves their head around <laughs> right uh, <laughs>
0: That's why my eyes hurt when you play Resident Evil 7 too long on the OG because you're just staring straight ahead. You're like, don't look anywhere else. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is exciting, dude. Like, this is going to be the biggest leap uh, we've ever seen. And I'm super excited to see what it means because we're not just talking about making games that we have now run better or something. Like, we're talking about being able to build bigger worlds to populate those worlds with a lot more. Uh, It's just hard to imagine what's going to be possible. And this is in addition to all the benefits you get from eye tracking uh, from gameplay perspective. Like this is just rendering power that's being saved on levels that we've never seen before. I just can't believe Sony beat everyone to it uh, because like, Oculus has been working on this for over five years uh, and Sony just swooped in
0: do you do you think that uh sony will actually beat oculus to the punch there's rumors uh circulating right now i was just talking to jay meow earlier in the uh in the discord voice chat and he uh, apparently there's rumors out there that cambria will will launch this year and i don't i don't know oh, if that's uh, support, right i don't know right. if that's supposed to have eye tracking or, or not
1: it probably will it would be weird if it didn't <laughs> right yeah
0: yeah um so so let's, 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 let's put this in perspective a little bit. Um, if you were to take a normal, uh, normal flat screen PlayStation five game and, and mm. a game that ran at 60 frames per second. And you were just like, we need to make a VR mode for this. Right. Um, generally what you're doing is having to render that same scene twice. Correct. One for That's the five. most
1: brute force way of doing it. Yeah. What's, Cause what, you, you what,
0: have, yeah. Can you explain like the non brute force way of doing it? Because I know Cerebro frost is here in the chat too. He's, a uh, He's, he's our friend over at Electric Cat Games, uh, and I know that he is in passing mentioned to me that like that's not that's it's I'm, I'm oversimplifying it, and if it, it, there's any way possible that we can undersimplify it today, <laughs> like like what, what's the what's the alternative?
1: Uh, well, it depends on who you are and what engine you're using, uh, but like now we have instant stereo uh, rendering, and so you're not actually having to render the whole scene from scratch. Like by by default, the way that it would work in the brute force method is like you would literally treat it as though there are two cameras in the scene and each one would have its own perspective on everything and each one would have to uh figure out what has to go in each pixel on its own. And so effectively you are rendering the game twice, which is why VR games tend to look uh really, really poor to start with. Now it's tricky to get, I'm trying to find uh, something if I send you something, will you be able to put it up on the screen?
0: Uh yeah, it's always a little tricky. Where are you sending it to? You send it to me in Discord. Uh
1: yeah. I mean it depends. it doesn't we don't have to do this. Uh, no, I do it,
0: man. Oh do, do you guys at home don't mind waiting, right? Saying <laughs> hang out for a minute. Uh seems like it'll be worth our time.
1: It's not honestly, it's not that uh it's not that it's probably not that beneficial. I just thought it might be helpful to have a visual representation. Yeah, sure. of this sort of thing. But while I'm pulling it up, uh what else did they talk Ooh. about at Unity that we can expect that you think will I know the Alchemy Lab demo you were yes. wondering.
0: Yeah, so the uh is, is is there is is there a to me the Alchemy Lab demo was being used to test some of these things because it is so It it kind of has, it kind of does a little bit of everything, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And so, and so it sort of puts uh, the processors through their paces, because because it's because it's demonstrating, uh, you know, transparencies and light sourcing and dynamic lights and and static lights and and a little bit of everything. Um, Is that is is this a? Do you think this is a pretty good benchmark? Is this something that is actually applicable to, like, say, an open world game? Uh, Or or do you think that this is sort of a very specific test case where it's like oh this these numbers are only applicable during in this test case and if you were trying to run skyrim uh you know at 4k in vr it wouldn't it wouldn't have the same effect
1: well you, you wouldn't be able to you know have a system that could predict like what all kinds of games uh would do under these circumstances it's just supposed to give you a reference frame i guess like the scene that they're using in the alchemy labs demo it's not the most robust thing. Like if you have an open-world game that's way more complicated, uh, like Skyrim. But you have a lot of the things that are just good enough to weigh the GPU down. Like you, there's translucency going on. There's particle effects. There's a bunch of props. There's enough to get a baseline. Mm-hmm. And then you want to do the foveated rendering and see, in this case, what the performance boosts are. Now, you can't take that uh, improvement and just say, oh, that's how much better every game is going to get. Right. Uh, but it's really good at showing you that, Hey, look like this can give you huge boosts. Right. Uh, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. No, with, uh, yeah, no, it's funny. Cause Freebo frost is actually doubling down what he said. Uh 'cause cause a lot of it does depend on the, uh, uh, on the developers being able to optimize their game, uh, for each situation. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's, it's right. It's, it's, not an across the board, like this is just going to make everything better, but it, but it gives you the option to, to make things better, uh, if you know how to utilize them, but it doesn't, doesn't save you 100% from having to do the work, uh, which is, uh, I think the way things will always be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the other thing, uh, why, why are you bringing this up? Uh, one of the things that was sort of glossed over, I think, a little bit during this Unity presentation uh, that most, pe- most people aren't paying attention to because for the most part, I think people were interested in the, the CPU and GPU performance and, and how it would affect that kind of stuff. But uh, but at the very end of this Android Central article that I was referencing, uh, they talk about how eye tracking can actually be super beneficial in all sorts of different ways other than uh, yeah. rendering. And it's funny because when, <laughs> when I brought it up, um, oh, who was it? I had it here. Uh somewhere. Oh, here it is. Marty McIntosh in the in the Break News video commented, I always thought at, eye tracking is more about collecting data and feeding you personalized personalized ads. Still curious how developers <laughs> would use this for games. Uh, and, and I think it's great to to, to to bring up this point. How many times have you reached out for an object in a game and picked up the wrong item and be like, no, no, not that one, this one. No, and you have to make this big dramatic movement to pick something up. But, like if, yeah. but, but if the game is tracking your eye going, he's looking at the stapler, you know, and just you're able to pick it up because it knows what you're looking at and it knows what your intent is. Uh, it's it's yeah. sort of a little, a little bit of ESP needed to kind of like help the player along, I think.
1: Well, the, the most obvious use case is like, you know, social games being able to see people's eyes move and blink and stuff like that, which is awesome. Uh, but there are a lot of, yeah, a lot of things like this uh, that will actually enhance gameplay. Another one is like throwing things. If you're looking at the thing you're throwing it at, the game can help you out and hit the target. Uh, but more subtly and, and i'm really excited about these kinds of things which is uh having the game know when you've seen something so you could imagine like in a horror game you're you know walking through a dark corridor and there's like you know the monster or whatever the thing is and it doesn't react until it, the game knows you've seen it so it would be like controlled horror we would be able to distill it in a very particular way where you experience it how we want you to experience it yeah. it's not just an enemy kind of waiting for you to get close by and then it jumps and people sometimes don't even notice that it's happened or whatever uh, also making eye contact with npcs uh, we can like approximate where your eyes are and have an npc look that way uh, but for an npc to be able to know when you're making eye contact know when you're not uh, to be able to look at you in the eyes to be able to kind of gauge your body language it's not body language your facial expressions i guess or your eye movements it still tells you a lot like you could have a lot of interesting things happen just by knowing where your eyes are pointing. Uh, and I I mean, this, this is a whole thing on its own. Like, a, it's just game design. We could talk all day about interesting things to do, like events to trigger when your eyes look at certain things.
0: Yeah. Well, the horror game example is, is perfect because I've mm-hmm. been the victim of so many missed jump scares in VR because yeah, I, was exactly. just, I was like, what's that noise? And I kind of do this. So this one of these kind of glances over my shoulder, but I didn't actually turn and stay facing that way. And mm-hmm. so I missed it entirely. It's like so, some big noise happened. And I was like, oh shit, there was something that was going to scare me and it totally didn't. Um, and so in knowing full well that like, you know, th- that I'm there, that I'm paying attention, the whole deal, um, yeah, to me, those things are going to be super important, especially as somebody who loves horror games. That's for me, that's one of the most important examples. But, but yeah, just just to make things, we've gotten so accustomed, I think, to to like to to knowing that VR isn't perfect and just sort of dealing with things over the last few years. Being like, oh yeah, I picked up the wrong item again. Oh, I tried to grab the flashlight from my chest, but instead, I grabbed the map from my chest. And, you know, one of those right. things. Where It's like it's. I think all. All of this stuff is going to sort of start coming together uh, and just and, and make VR kind of less janky overall. And, and, and I think that that'll lead yeah. to more
1: mainstream acceptance of the medium. I mean, dude, uh, with this kind of stuff, this kind of tech that we're talking about now, especially eye tracking, uh, from an experience, from like a user experience perspective, uh, it changes things in a way where like flat games will never get to. You could tell stories in more controlled ways you know one of my biggest fears especially when it comes to storytelling is people not seeing what i want them to see when i want them to see it uh it it could kill the moment because in vr you can't just have a cutscene where the player just watches like a movie you have to essentially live through it i mean you could do cutscenes in like a flat thing but i mean like deal, real vr cuts it's bad <laughs> like i wish no still yeah that. yeah so if you do real cutscenes in vr like you could guide the player. You could make sure something doesn't happen until they've looked that way. It's There's just so much potential, and we'll never really be able to do this with flat games okay. to that extent, to make it that immersive. Uh, and it's very exciting. I, I have the thing, by the way, but I don't know if you'll be able to pull it up because I couldn't download the video. It's on the Unreal uh, thing. So I don't know. If you can't get it up, we can just talk about it. but I'll uh, do my best. We'll see what we can do here. Now, that page doesn't actually give you much info, but that video... Uh, will go hand-in-hand with what I'm saying, which is if you scroll down just under Instant Stereo, like typically what you would do by default in a game is like you would draw the whole scene, every object in the scene. uh, And that will, you know, you basically, it's they're called draw calls. It's the number of objects. And it gets a little deeper than that, but let's just simplify. The number of objects in the scene get drawn And then you do a bunch of extra things, like you figure out what the shaders are like, where's the light coming from, the shadows. And then you you eventually get to rendering a frame of the game that you're doing. If you have VR by default, like the, I guess, old school classical brute force way, you're having to do that work twice, where you have to go and find what all the objects are in the scene. You have to figure out everything about them. You have to... Uh, apply the shaders and do all the math and eventually output the frame. And so you're doing all that work twice. Whereas now, you could do most of that work once, figuring out how many objects there are, what shaders they're going to be using, uh, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and then output it to the both eyes at the very end, only allowing uh, the hardware to do the separate work that it needs to do, that it has to do, and not all that extra stuff that could really only be done once and you could get it over with. I'm oversimplifying here, uh, but that's essentially just you're you're not having to do most of the work twice. Um, Cerebral Francis. This
0: feels like a little mini GDC talk.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying not to get into it too
0: much because. Uh, no, no, I no. You know, I, I, this is great. There's yeah. There's dude. There's so much to unpack over here. Um, it, like, and this is you said you're oversimplifying it, and and still like you know, as somebody who just loves VR games, I'm like. That that, that's about the level I needed it to be at <laughs> to understand it properly. Um, okay, yeah. listen. So I've got a couple. What's I, I do? Yeah, I think it's important to mention as you've already sort of stated. Uh, let's double down on it. It's you said flat screen games can never get to this point where like uh, where like foveated rendering is something possible, right? Because you're always going to be kind of staring at the entire screen, right? Yeah, so the, you can't do it. So yeah. So the, this is this is a. Very, uh, this is a technique that's really only applicable to VR. Um, yeah, I, I've got a lot of people asking the same question though uh, over on that news video I made, and I think there's other, other streamers, other uh, other people that do reviews and you know that cover VR games like me. Uh, what does this do to the social screen? When, when so the social screen is obviously just your TV output. Right? So what does mm-hmm. what does this do? Like when you when you are moving your eyes all over the screen, uh, what 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 is happening on the social screen? Like how how are they? Is there any way they can manage that so it doesn't look a complete mess when you're streaming or trying to capture footage for review?
1: I I don't know what Sony's doing with this. Uh, that is the truth. If I did know, I probably can't say it yet. But I don't <laughs> That's a good know. Good point. Yeah. Uh, I there's no way that they would allow the social output to be blurry like that it like the 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 when you when you lower the resolution and you fill in the blanks and stuff when you're doing foveated rendering the the stuff in your peripheral is really ugly like you can't tell because your peripherals can't make out the detail and it looks perfectly fine to you but it's really ugly it would ruin there would be no social screen it would just wouldn't work at all uh and especially if you're moving your eyes around and people's screens are just like getting blurry in one place, but none, and there's just shifting. Yeah. Like you can move your eyes really fast. People won't be able to watch that. So my guess is that, uh, the game will have to be rendered in full for the social screen. Uh, but then not in your eyes, like you're still going to be saving a lot of, of, of power there, but I just don't see it ever actually showing up. Maybe they'll do a thing where it's like, they'll give you the option to show where your eyes are. In the social screen because then you could do some interesting things players could see what you're looking at and how you play hmm. i don't know That's if they're cool. doing that I, I there's no you know no spoilers right of course uh, but yeah I, I don't i don't think they would show you the fove rendering on a social screen I, I don't even think we should be talking about that I, that would be a, an immediate failure it just would never work. Uh, do you guys have theories? Is, is there no, something, no, something no going theories. around? It's,
0: it's it's just interesting because there's all these elements to, uh, to these new techniques that, you know, for, for me, I'm like, well, this is going to be really important for me personally um mm-hmm. but it's it's super secondary <laughs> you know somehow yeah. uh, somehow how i'm gonna fl- display these games on the channel is is completely secondary for me because because it's, it's way more important to me that we have amazing psvr2 games you know that, that are using all these techniques and everything and so if somehow it's going to slow down the cpu or gpu to have to render yet another version of the uh the game that is you know not utilizing foveated rendering yeah. or whatever then to me i'm like well that's that's Sony gets a lot of free marketing from YouTubers and from streamers, whatever. And I think that's going to be a big way to sell this game. So I'm sure they have a workaround. But at the same time, it's now it's just a question mark. I'm like, well, how are they going to do that? It's, it's interesting to me to have big question marks still at this point.
1: It's interesting that it hasn't come out. Uh, because like devs have access to the hardware. People are doing all kinds of stuff with it. I'm surprised nothing has come out of it. I haven't had a chance to dig that deep. Uh, we're not doing any foveated rendering stuff just yet. So I'm not sure what the answer would be. Well, I will
0: dig deep myself then with uh, some other developers, maybe off camera, because uh, I, <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel like this is not be something, uh, this probably, this is probably all under NDA and stuff, so we certainly wouldn't yeah. want uh, to get anyone in trouble. Um, we got dude. We got two tips, and then we still got to play twenty questions. So this show is not over yet. We got snafu with a ten dollar tip. Says if we don't get backwards compatibility, would that not be a huge black mark on the system? No other platform is making you lose your library just for upgrading HMDs. Love you guys. Snafu. 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 Oh, it's like snafu. Do, do you think now? Again, you know, I'm sure there's things you know and that you don't. You're not allowed to talk about here on the show. Do you think that if there's no backwards compatibility, we're speaking very hypothetically here, Sony, yeah, stop hypothetically, stop hypothetically. monitoring the stream, <laughs> Sony. We know you're... No, they're not watching. They don't give a fuck. Um, but no, but, but seriously, if like, speaking hypothetically, if there's no backwards compatibility, would that be a huge black mark on PSVR 2? You're like, well, what the fuck, man? Like, you got all these PSVR 1 people who were dedicated, they were loyal, and now their game collection has <laughs> <just> disappeared.
1: <laughs> I feel like if I say yes and it ends up that they don't have it then um talking shit but you know what no, whatever yeah it would definitely be a bad thing yeah it would, be, it would be terrible we were actually talking briefly before the call about this yeah uh, and the 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 main problem with it is like if you have games that devs aren't supporting anymore and they're not willing to go in and adjust the controls and accommodate the new uh, controllers and stuff like that what does sony do with that because you're you going from if the if the PSVR one had thumbsticks it'd be okay whatever we can kind of get a vague sense of how things work but different games had different control schemes for movement one controller has the thumbsticks the other one has a button does Sony just say fuck what the developer wants they're not supporting the game anymore we're just gonna decide what the controls are and just automate the port uh like you know what, I mean? what are the implications of that what if a dev decides you know what actually I don't want you to do that or we're going to do it ourselves, but then they never do. And yeah, it gets tricky. I do think it would be bad. Cause like the majority of the games probably aren't being supported anymore. Right. Uh, it's a huge library to just throw away.
0: But hopefully any developer that's out there, if, if there's no backwards compatibility and I, you know, and, and I am, I'm, I'm the guy always hoping for backwards compatibility. I'm, I'm always trying mm-hmm. to find the most convenient way to play my games. i Still upset that PlayStation Five didn't have the ability to just let me play put in my PlayStation One game, you know that I've got on my shelf behind yeah. me and play that. I'm like, Come on, man, it's a PlayStation game; it should all just work, <laughs> you know. Like, I want convenience; I don't want five consoles hooked up just to play my PlayStation Five library. Um, but yeah. besides that, uh, like that that not that notwithstanding, I do hope that uh, if there's no backwards compatibility, that there's that all the developers out there who who made an amazing game for PlayStation VR One uh, is there. You know, at launch or soon after with with their PlayStation VR One game on PlayStation VR Two, uh, you know, to take advantage of the analog sticks, take advantage of the adaptive triggers, take advantage of the eye tracking, bobeated rendering, make the best looking version of their PSVR One game that they can, and really like kind of like reintroduce these games to a whole new generation, a whole new group of VR gamers. That because yeah. I I don't want to I don't want to say that six million PSVR One owners isn't a great thing, but I think compared to whatever PSVR 2 is going to sell, that's going to be a very, very small number. Um, So hopefully this will give everyone a new chance to play the best version of an awesome game if there's no backwards compatibility. A lot of people
1: coming in for PSVR 2 might never have played PSVR 1 or even VR in general. Like The VR industry as a whole is moving uh, very quickly. And so, of course, from any way you look at it for devs, it's a good idea to port, and release a PS5 version of your PS4 VR games hmm. natively. Uh, now I don't know if there's going to be some way to do cross-buy or get you know a discount if you already own the game on PS4, et cetera. I, I don't know these things yet. Uh, but I, in any case, I I can't imagine unless the game was like really bad and everybody hated it or something. <laughs> I can't think of any reason why a dev wouldn't go that extra mile. And one of the biggest things is like Sony has made it so much easier to ship a game. Uh, on their system at all. I know when we started in like 2017, there were so many weird ho- hoops we had to jump through that just felt really outdated. It was like working on a Windows XP or something. Like it was just really old school feeling. Uh, and now they, like it's really intuitive. It's it's, it's very streamlined. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot more NG devs came in. I just don't know what Sony's doing to encourage that. I know it's a little off topic. I, I do think... Uh, Ps4 VR devs should, if they have to, uh, do the port because it's it's not it's not that big it's not that much work compared to what the benefit is for the gamers and for the devs too.
0: Compared to building a game from the ground up, right?
1: Oh yeah, I mean you're really only dealing with some new SDKs and like you know the new controllers and stuff. Unless you want to go all out and do the eye tracking and uh, improve the graphics and whatever, but the actual port, just baseline port, is not that big of a deal. Uh, Wally is now a GameCat,
0: specifically White Tiger with Canadian two dollar tips. He has great analysis on all topics today, guys. Loved it. I think Waleed has given us uh, permission to move on from this and play yeah. PSVR twenty questions. Uh, this is this is great, man. Because I love I love that you're here. You've like been you know been on the channel four times now, and uh, and now I'm testing like your knowledge of Games Cast Live. You understand how PSVR twenty question works?
1: Yeah and Come so you've, you've you've i'm, like, uh, I'm ai I'm a cat what the
0: hell i'm a game cat you've, you've so you've picked a playstation vr game and you're going to try to stump me
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, was, gonna...
0: I was gonna yeah <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but you are gonna unlike aj you're gonna answer my questions honestly
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I was gonna uh i remember last time i was here with you and aj i was asking questions and i totally sucked at that well, uh I'm, so, I'm hoping I can get you this time by being the one with the game.
0: The, the yeah, um, the issue is is like when we have a guest on, like I, I don't want to put you on the spot and, and then ask you about a game that like you've never heard of, and so you're guessing, qu- asking all these questions, and you're going down a path to instant failure. There's just <laughs> no way around it. Uh, so I decided to make myself the victim today and let you ask all the uh, let you pick the game and I'll ask the questions.
1: Yeah, I do like this a lot more. I right. I almost made the mistake of picking Saints and Sinners. I. Then I thought he's gonna guess this game in like three questions.
0: All right, you guys, we can cross uh, that one off the list. It's not Saints and Sinners, unless was that oh, a boy. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's just trying to throw us off the scent. All right, uh, I shouldn't have talked about that. <laughs> yet. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna put six minutes up on the clock. Uh, Alec, you know, you you've got to keep track on your fingers, huh? or or if you've got a time. Yeah, I've got time. I've got a thing open. You got a thing uh, open. All right. So I like using my fingers. I don't know what it is. I think it's because I stole this from GameScoop, and that's what Damon does over there. So uh, let's put the clock up on the counter. And guys, I'm going to need all the help I can get in the chat. Please, 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 please help me out. I love you guys so much. Let's do this. Alec, does it have aim support? No. No aim. No aim support. Is shooting one of the primary things you're doing in this game? No. Wow. No aim, <laughs> not really shooting. Uh, is this a rhythm game of any kind? No. No aim, no shooting, no rhythm. <laughs> I've got to spell rhythm. I so came here to win. <laughs> 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 um, do you? Oh, do you control any vehicles in this game? No. Guys, it's fucking saints and sinners. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> if you, wait, can you ask me if can you guess early? If if I, Does it count oh, yeah, a question. No, no, I lose if I guess wrong.
1: Oh, okay, cool, cool,
0: cool. Right. So I only got one actual guess. It counts as a question, but it I guess wrong, it's all over. So I get 19 questions and a guess. Uh, is it? Oh, okay. okay. I'm going to go with Old Doc's question. Is this based on a popular or known IP? No. Guys, we know nothing more than when we started. <laughs> this is not going well. <laughs> um, Roy Schwartz, good question. Is it, oh no, you know, I'm going to go with Mark's question first. Sorry, Roy. Is it a puzzle game?
1: No. <laughs> I'm
0: starting to think this isn't a PSVR game at all. <laughs> no, it is. it is. Um, okay, let's see. Has this developer made other VR games? Other PSVR games
1: specifically? Uh, I don't think so. Let's not count that question. I Okay, I'm not, pretty sure, sure the answer is right. no.
0: Okay. Is it first person? Yes. Finally, we get a yes. It's our first yes and like <laughs> I don't even know how many. Okay. First person. Um, would you This is an interesting question. Would you consider this a game and by that question I mean like if you're doing things like painting or just relaxing or meditating, like those are those are more experiences or apps. Would this be more, would this is this a game game? Yes. Okay, it's a game. Well, cool, good, we've fucking nailed that.
1: It's a game game.
0: <laughs> As all we know so far is it's a first-person game. <laughs> We're like halfway to the end. Still don't know anything about it. It's a first-person game.
1: Uh, I thought uh, this one would be tricky. Um, <laughs> oh,
0: does it have full locomotion?
1: no
0: oh that might be our first big clue um i i'm 99 percent sure no you know you, you're turning more into aj with every question <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh is it a oh good question ppo is it a is it a bad game like do people universally kind of dislike this yeah <laughs> really
1: yeah I feel like that question is gonna screw me over in the long run.
0: It's it's awful that the first game I thought of was Wraith, your Wraith, <laughs> <not> the <Wraith, laughs> Oblivion Afterlife. I know, yeah. And, and I was like,
1: I'm the That'll only one in the world though. that was like, that was kind of fun. <laughs> oh, is it a horror game? Uh, I'm gonna say no. Uh, uh some people. Can I elaborate? You can, on you this can or elaborate, or you,
0: yeah. Like not like some
1: bad. people might think so mm-hmm. in the way that like some people think clowns are scary but they're not intended to be horror unless you know it's like the movie it or something but generally a clown is not okay so no it's no no what are we on about?
0: dude you're supposed to keep in track i, I was but i'm so excited that <laughs> <laughs> that's good i think we got some free uh, <laughs> I, might have missed it. I think we got some free uh is, is there any melee in this game
1: Melee combat? Uh, can you be more specific? Like, Do you hit people
0: or do you hit enemies in this game with things? You, whether that be your fist or objects? Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Is this a sports game? Uh, or, is, or sports adjacent? Yeah. Technically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is, is there any kind of Okay, guys. Think of sports games. Uh, First person, no full locomotion. It's universally considered a bad game, not horror. Um, What is? Do you box in this game? Yes. Does, does this game have the word box in the title of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does it also have the word... Is this Boxing Apocalypse? Yeah. No way! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man that's so uh, good that's so good <laughs> dude, boxing apocalypse is it's, dude it's still uh, it's still neck and neck as to whether this is like the worst playstation vr game ever made um i i think i would go on record saying this is one of the shittiest things i've ever played in my entire life the fact that it even works sometimes is shocking <laughs>
1: dude i i I I remember watching your <laughs> your first approaches when you were like this isn't even worth a review, <laughs> yeah. uh, and just I I kind of felt bad. I'm like oh you know maybe the dev didn't mean to make a bad game or whatever because I mean you know like when we did Wraith and stuff we yeah. didn't intend to make something people weren't gonna like. So I, benefit of the doubt from a dev perspective, I was uh, I wasn't making any harsh judgments. I was just like maybe they just don't know how to make a good game, right. Uh, which is kind of, but then I saw the comment from one of the devs, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" And I remember looking into like that guy, and there's just so much, you know, douchery going on. Uh, yeah, so, it's not even about games anymore. It's just not nothing to do with game dev. But...
0: Yeah, what, what Alex's talking about is the people that made this game, or the guy that like kind of headed the team, uh, employed a bunch of people to to make the game uh and and then didn't pay any of them refused to refuse to pay them they all left uh and then the guy could just basically uh released it as is knowing full well that it hadn't it wasn't done it wasn't it wasn't a finished game that it was still broken and he basically i mean as far as i'm concerned it was a
1: scam yeah he was trying to apparently rush it out to make a profit uh and he didn't understand anything about games apparently uh so he was just kind of like getting angry at his devs because they you know, couldn't do things in a day that would have taken like a week or something. <laughs> I don't know that, you know, like this. this story is coming from a random comment that said that they were one of the devs. I don't know if, did you ever confirm if that was legit?
0: I never followed up, no, but it was, you know, it was good to hear the story, and uh, and, and the fact that I wasn't even interested in reviewing it, because it was so bad, meant that I yeah. was certainly wasn't looking to do an expose video on what what happened with Boxing Apocalypse that seven people yeah. would care about, um, but I, it sounds like there's a really similar story with uh, V-Rock, the the rhythm game V-Rock, uh, which is just absolutely another terrible, terrible uh, PSVR game, oh, uh, <gasps>
1: Oh, you have a video on it that I haven't seen.
0: Yeah, I think the video is called The Worst Rhythm Game yeah ESPN. I'm going to watch this right <laughs> after. <laughs> so, all right, one more view. Sweet. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, So guys, guys, listen, this is... You know, obviously, obviously, a difficult, difficult week over here on with that parole, but I'm, I'm glad that it's, uh, that we're, that we're hanging out and having fun and making the best of the situation. Uh, again, if you're just tuning in now, AJ, uh, got a new job and he'll be, uh, kind of away from the channel for a little bit until we kind of find out what his new schedule will allow. Uh, in the meantime, it's going to be, uh, Wes from virtual strangers every Wednesday, uh, filling in and, uh, and then Miles Dyer, who you probably know from the quest of global empathy or the Miles Dyer YouTube channel. Uh, he'll be filling in every Friday and that's going to be for the foreseeable future. And, uh, hopefully we'll get AJ back on here, you know, at least one day a week, uh, soon. Uh, although I don't know, man, maybe I'll just kidnap Alec and we'll just do this for <laughs> Monday. Um, but guys, thank you so much again for for all all the uh, support during this transition. Uh, it's been it's meant the world to me that you're that you're sticking with it and uh, and hanging out uh, despite all the changes. There's been a lot of changes over the years, and it just means so much to me that you're kind of rolling with the punches. Uh, so, thank you to everybody out there. Thank you to everybody who supports me on patreon. Uh, don't forget you can join our discord uh, the links in the description below. That's where all the coolest cats hang out. Thank you to all the mods. thank you to uh sci-Fi game cat Henry who does the timestamps for this. Thank you to Jay Meow who uploads this to all sorts of podcast services that I've never heard of before in in ones that I have fortunately um and of course, thank you to Alec who uh, donated his time so generously to be here today. really really appreciate you man it means a lot.
1: It's an honor man i I think I speak for all game cats when I say. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens not only with PSVR, but with your channel, uh, I, you know, there's no better place to get your PSVR two juice. Uh, and I'm, I'm honestly, when they, when they announced it officially, one of my first thoughts was, I'm so glad the PSVR.pro show is going to keep going <laughs> for another generation that, uh, I'm really pumped, man.
0: And thank you. That, Thanks that- for having
1: me. I, I love being here.
0: You got it, man. Well, you know what we're going to do now, then. If you've done this before, we're going to do it again. Thank you guys out there. We love you so very much. Time to cue the cat. And that means it's a shout out to. Nah, it's me. Oh, you're going to do it? You're going to do it? No, no. Uh, No, you do it. You do it. No. Uh, Shout shout out to Shirley Funk asking where AJ is. We just answered that for you. Nylus Ryan, the game feline wringer. What's happening? Kill a Sam with PSVR goodness. Gabriel 004, the license to meow. Game cat. We got Mark Pringlesleaf in the chat. Twitter, the I love swordsman now how appropriate that you're here GameCat, cat rare neon groob gb brief, dreams cat aka genetic blasphemy the abbreviated dreams cat rare, Brax, bro wrote the GameCat, cat uh game cowboy dad this i'll tell you right now this isn't as easy as aj makes it out to be <laughs> stingray x we got the vr Grave. what's happening ryan we got re insanity rams said bravo team sucks Absolutely made by a good team and everything was, there's not even a scandal involved there they just fucked up we got Darkwing Chuck, the PSVR 2 Sense Cat. A Box Ellipse. A Box Ellipse? That's not a thing, but it's kind of a thing. The Fenner PSVR. Snap thank you guys so much for all the donations today. Uh, Brax Bro, I think I already said your name, but I'm saying it again. We got Cerebral Frost, the Boop Cat. Roy Schwartz. Roy Schwartz. Just gonna say it one more time for fun. Roy Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much more difficult. Hey, what up, guys? So i bump bumped to you. Donatello, the scientist, Game Cat. We got Old Darth. Uh, I'm just gonna say how to VR grid again. What's up, Brian? Hey, that's just every time I scroll by your name. I, what's up again? We got Grid Rider, 3D, Mr. Jägermeister X underscore 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 X double o seven. We got Ian Stanbridge, Nicole, and God damn, dude, that, this is like so ridiculous. Why do why do why does they do this all the time? What I'm I would have to Makes take it look a, easy. I would take a nap, dude. Like I would have to take a fucking nap if I did this all the time. Like, every game's cast, I'm taking a nap immediately oh. after. <laughs> all right man let's get out of here uh thanks again everybody we love you so much meow see you what
1: see you no meow uh meow ah (laughs) god damn it dude last time you made me do that (laughs) i just just suck at it i'm so embarrassed are we still live should i meow yeah oh we're still streaming yeah we're still streaming you get another chance at meow if you want uh Uh, wow i don't know i've damn i'm not a real game cat cat yet listen you practice and we'll we'll get you back here i'll practice yeah next time i always forget about these things
0: (laughs) good night everybody